You're listening to our series called Radiance, a practical study on the seven churches of Revelation. Today's reading comes from Matthew 21, 1-17. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there, with her colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, say that the Lord needs them, and he will send them right away. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to daughter Zion, See, your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed. They brought the donkey and the colt and placed their cloaks on them for Jesus to sit on. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest heaven! When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Jesus entered the temple courts and drove out all who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves. It is written, he said to them, My house will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. The blind and the lame came to him at the temple, and he healed them. But when the chief priests and the teachers of the law saw the wonderful things he did, and the children shouting in the temple courts, Hosanna to the son of David, they were indignant. Do you hear what these children are saying? they asked him. Yes, replied Jesus. Have you never read? From the lips of children and infants, you, Lord, have called forth your praise. And he left them and went out to the city to Bethany, where he spent the night. Here's Justin Hibbard with today's lesson called A Complete God, Part 1 on the Church of Laodicea. If you're into soap operas, then this year's lead-up to the presidential election has brought you plenty of entertainment. There's backstabbing, dirt-digging, polarized commercials, lofty promises, and shady reputations. Watching these candidates brand and market themselves is like watching a McDonald's commercial. They want us to see the delicious-looking food and forget about the calories and the malnutrition. So instead of portraying their entire personality, they'll hide back the anger and frustration so that we can see their cool, calm, collective personality even under attack and pressure. Jesus did not come to earth to win votes. He came to earth to do his Father's will. In today's reading, we encounter a particular busy day for the Messiah. Notice all the juxtaposing events. First, and probably the high point of Jesus' pre-resurrection ministry, he humbly enters Jerusalem riding a colt to cheers of Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. He immediately heads up to the Temple Mount where he finds people buying, selling, and taking advantage of others. They had turned the outer courts of the Temple into a marketplace. His appearance as a humble man quickly turns as he fashions a whip of cords and drives out the men and flips over the money tables. Then while some people are probably avoiding eye contact with what appears to be a raging lunatic, others approached him. As was typical earlier on in Jesus' ministry, the physically disabled asked for healing, and like he always did, Jesus heals them. In turn, they joined the day's early chorus, crying, Hosanna! Is Jesus schizophrenic? If we were to watch this day's events unfold, might we mistake him as being bipolar? One thing's clear, he's certainly not going to win an election acting so erratically. Humility one moment, anger the next, followed by healing, it's enough to make your head spin. As human beings, we have a distinct personality and disposition that comes into play in every circumstance. Perhaps someone ridden with pride might have entered into Jerusalem riding a Mustang, thinking, finally, a little deserving praise. That person might go up to the temple and say, I'm better than you, get out. And then thinking how much better he was than everyone else, he would, in pity, 
heal the diseased. Someone who was meek and mild might look right at place riding on a donkey, but when they were faced with confrontation, they might elect to back down or handle the situation more diplomatically or sheepishly and give up if the people didn't comply. In Jesus, we see completeness. We are presented with a range of personalities, even conflicting personalities, yet he's always appropriate for the situation. To the church at Laodicea, Jesus introduces himself as the Amen, the faithful and true witness. What is he a witness of? He is a witness of the holy perfection and completeness of God. Notice what John describes in Revelation 1. And when I turned, I saw seven golden lampstands, and among the lampstands was someone like the Son of Man, dressed in a robe, reaching down to his feet, and with a golden sash around his chest. The hair on his head was white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like blazing fire. His feet were like bronze, glowing in a furnace, and his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand he held seven stars, and coming out of his mouth was a sharp, double-edged sword. His face was like the sun shining in all its brilliance. What might we say Jesus looks like? Some might immediately identify with Jesus' hair and say he looks old and wise. Some might immediately notice his eyes of fire and the double-edged sword coming from his mouth and say he is a judge. Some might see the lampstands and say he is our high priest. Others might point to the robe and golden sash and call him a king. Some might see the stars in his hand and say he is the creator of heaven and earth. They would all be correct. Jesus is all these things. We typically identify with a few of Jesus' qualities more than others. We meditate on Jesus' humility as he enters triumphantly, but we might downplay his holy wrath. But Jesus reminds us in Revelation 1-3 through that he is complete. And like John, our response should be to fall on our faces before him in profound worship. He is truly worthy of our praise. The idea of radiance is simple. We at New Hope Chapel want to be a relevant Relevant, church. But more important than being relevant to the world, we want to be relevant to Jesus. Jesus. We believe God still speaks and his word is still relevant to us. His message to the seven churches in Revelation has a historical context, but their lessons are eternal. So we're engaging with God through his word and through prayer and saying, God, what is it that you want from our church? If we seek God's face, we know he's going to speak to us, and we will radiate with the glory of God. Radiate with the glory Join of us God. on this journey as our pastor, Justin Hibbard, leads us in building a church after God's own, heart. God's, own heart. God's own heart. New Hope Chapel is a ministry in Arnold, Maryland. You can find out more about our church at newhopechapel.org. Special thanks to the least of these for the music for this podcast.